Hello, everyone. This is Patriot. Now, before we begin the show tonight, I just wanted to remind everybody how important it is that everybody out there who's a Patriot takes a moment to think about reallocating their financial resources to align with their political and their spiritual values. This is very, very important, folks. You've heard me talk about this many, many times, and I have a perfect solution for everybody out there to stop funding the big box conglomerates by going and doing your shopping at places like Walmart and Target for your personal and your household products. The company that I'm working with, switch-stores.com slash Patriot Underground, gives you an opportunity to do all of your shopping with the good guys. They have the best products out there, folks, non-toxic, absolutely incredible, manufactured in the United States. They compete directly with the cabal corporations. They have a 90 plus percent customer retention rate. What does that tell you? They have great prices. They have great customer service. And most of all, they have great products that are going to absolutely blow you away. Now, I'm telling you, folks, this is really important. It's incumbent upon us as patriots to do our part in defunding the cabal and taking away their ability to continue to funnel money into causes that are really designed to kill us. It is our responsibility. So click that link in the description of the video, switch-stores.com slash Patriot Underground. You'll be glad you did. I promise you, folks. Now enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is February 24th, 2024. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So tonight, I am very excited. It's been a while since we've done a Patriot Roundtable, and we have a really great show lined up for you guys tonight, a great panel, a great turnout, as you can see. Um, this is going to be uh, pre-recorded. Uh, initially, I was going to go live, but I had certain things uh, today that just prevented me from setting all of that up. So we're going to record this and uh, share it with all of you. Uh, hopefully, you guys will resonate. I'm going to go around and uh, introduce the panel. We've had great, great guests. We have some uh, new faces tonight. So why don't we start off with the new faces? Uh, first of all, I want to say hi to Larry, Larry Truth Warrior. How you doing tonight, Larry? I'm doing well, and thank you for having me here. I'm looking forward to a great discussion. Hopefully we, can, hopefully we can help wake people up and bring some joy and peace to everybody. I love it. Amen to that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's great to have you here, Larry. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so Carol, let's say hello to Carol. She's uh, new to the panel, new to the group. So Carol, nice to, nice to see you and make your acquaintance. How are you? I'm great, and I'm looking forward to hearing some really good things tonight. Absolutely. My, me, me too. I always tell everybody that these are some of my favorite shows because I just get to sit back and listen to my audience and I learned so much. And uh, I know that uh, we had a, about a 45 minute conversation before we started to record. And uh, I, I just uh, I'm already excited to hear from Carol, to hear from Larry and really everybody on the panel, including uh, our other new person tonight, who is Michelle. So let's say hi to Michelle. Great to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, everybody. Hi, Patriot. Thank you for um, putting this on. And uh, we always love um, sitting here and chatting with you. So um, great. It's going to be wonderful. Well, it's great to have you. And thank you so much for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. So let's go around now and let's say hi to some uh, some returning members. So uh, Melanie, how are you? Great to see you. Hi there, everyone. It's great to see the new faces and the and the people that have been been around as well. Just really excited for this one. So 
Me too. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm really excited for it too. I really, I miss, I miss you guys. You know, and it's been uh, been a while I since we too. we've had a chance to 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 connect with each other. And that was really the birth of my show. You know, the beginning of my show is just uh, I kind of miss those days, to be honest with you, when things are a little less chaotic and, you know, I had more uh, time to just interact with my audience. It's it's really the most uh, rewarding thing for me personally. So great to have you back with us, uh, Melanie. So Dookie, great to see you and your pup. We've gotten used to seeing uh, <laughs> Yeah. Hi. Hi, everyone. And welcome all the, the new folks also. Um Let's let's spread our love and our light, huh? Absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we're here to not do. Just, not just tonight, but every day. Every right? day. Every day. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Send yeah. Our, spread our love. Absolutely. I couldn't say it any better myself. All right. So let's say hi to uh let's say hi to Sarah. I don't want to go to Sarah last. I usually go to Sarah last, so I'm not gonna do this time. <laughs> She is uh, certainly an audience favorite. She's been uh, on several shows. Sarah is uh, really an incredible person. So it's great to have you back. Oh, thank you so much. Heart is so full. Hi, I just, uh, I'm so honored to be here. And um, I just have to love Anya here a little bit, Patriot. It's just amazing. And it speaks so much to how special your heart is that you, you do these and you give a voice to your listeners. So thank you. It's an honor. Honestly, it's it's my honor. And it's, uh, you know, it's something that's not lost on me. Uh, the fact that I've been blessed to be able to bring people together just as an ordinary person, you know, uh, it's 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 mind boggling to me. And I'm actually coming up on uh, my three year anniversary next month, which is uh, kind of crazy. It's hard to believe. But uh, wow, what a journey it's been. And uh, it's it's introduced me to so many great people along the way like Sarah and, and of course, you know, everyone on this panel tonight and certainly uh, Soaring Dove, you and I go back uh, a long time. As a matter of fact, Soaring Dove and I, I think we've done a couple of shows together. It's been a long time since we've done a one-on-one, -on -one, but uh, talk about an audience favorite. I've been getting all types of requests to get Soaring Dove back on the show. So ladies and gentlemen, she is here with us tonight. Soaring Dove, great to have you back. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. I was on 13 roundtables so far, one one on one, and I've just got so much stuff to say. I, there's just never enough time to say it all, and mm. I want so badly to pour it all out, and there's nowhere to put it. <laughs> well, you do a really own. great job. You, you you do an amazing job. So many people out there resonate when you speak and you you break things down and. You know, it's it's something that's just invaluable to this uh, to this digital family. I just I hope you're aware of that. People really enjoy hearing your perspective. So it's great to have you back. Thank you. So good to hear that. And I thank you for that feedback. But it's because my my mission, my specialty is, like I said, um, I'm I'm Arcturian and I think backwards. And that's why I'm here is to reverse engineer this satanic flip that we're trying to wade through. And that it's 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 why I, I get images and then I translate from in reverse what I see is reverse of what you would see, and I translate it in English into from fifth dimension into third dimensional how how it would look to you so you can understand it, and that was my that's why I came here for this mission this this is my job and and I'm. I'm just so glad to see that so many people are now receptive or becoming receptive, waking up 
but I remember talking on one of uh, was the second or the third round table. Um, what I was talking about then is what we're looking at now that is happening that everybody's confused about. And it all has to do with we have transitioned. Now, you just said it was three years ago when you started. So that number two or three was at the very beginning, probably two and a half years ago. Before you, I don't know when you had your first roundtable, but um, I remember then, you know, speaking about what we're looking at right now. And I'm always ahead of my time, but nobody really grasps what I'm saying when I'm saying it. But it doesn't matter because the seed is planted. You can't see the leaves on it, but it's, but those, those leaves are growing. They are in whatever stage they are in their process. Those leaves that are going to pop out of that ground are, are already growing in that seed, even though you can't see them. And that's exactly the same thing that's happening with us in our bodies. Our bodies have been Okay, Gradually. hold on, Turing Dove. Let me let me pause you there because I want you to give all the good stuff away before we get into introductions. Okay, <laughs> I want to hear all this okay. stuff. But we gotta we gotta go around here and we gotta introduce everybody and make sure nobody gets lost and kind of keep this uh, you know flowing uh, orderly orderly. But we're gonna get to that topic, and so let's just put a you pin. Gotta, in you gotta slow me down. That yeah, I gotta slow you down. I know, down. I know, I know. I gotta slow you <laughs> down here a little bit. We're going to, don't right. worry though. We're going to circle back. Don't you worry. All right. So All I'm right. Just, saying, just saying hello to everybody for right now. And then now uh, we're going to, we're going to dive right into these issues. So. All right. So I, I introduced all our new people. I went over to Soaring Dove. So let's say hi to, uh, and, and Sarah. So let's say hi to my man, Ben Danklin, Devolutionary Intel. For those of you guys out there who aren't following him on Telegram, definitely give him a listen. Great page, Ben. It's great to have you back. And Ben has been with us on several roundtables. And I have to say the audience loves him. And it's always great for me personally to see so many people coming back for this experience, to have it multiple times. It's a testament to uh, to, to really what it is. Or if you're out there and you're thinking to yourself, gee, I might want to be a part of this. There are a lot of folks who have come back multiple times, and uh, it, it's, it's really special. So, Ben, it's great to see you, brother. Absolutely, Patriot. And just like you said, uh, it was God that brought me on this show at first, you know, and that's what what really opened my eyes, especially, uh, you know, when you told me that. So, yeah, thank you again for letting us uh, say a few things on your show tonight. Oh, it's my it's my honor, my friend. It is my honor. And uh, it's it's really great to be walking this journey with the likes of people like yourself. So great to have you back. And uh, all right. So I think I've said hello to everyone except the one person that I always go to first, who is my good friend, Pat. And I know Pat was uh, unfortunately she was unable to make the last round table. And I have to say that. Uh, it didn't feel quite right without Pat because I didn't really know who to go to first. I didn't really quite know what direction to go. And you know, she's back with us tonight and she's always she's a soldier. She's always willing to go first and, and you know, hit, hit the barbed wire. So, Pat, great to see you. Uh, I, I I will be here come hell or high water. So it must have been hell the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK, well, you know what? I mean, why don't so we kick it off? Back and glad to start off again. Um yeah, let's kick but it off and tell us tell us what you've been up to. Tell us what's been on your mind lately. And uh, you know, folks uh, in the in the panel, just raise your hand if you want to pipe in, and let's get rolling. So the thing I wanted to start out is talking about the recent interviews that you've done, Patriot, which um, seem to uh, become becoming more controversial than than early on. And um, it and I'm so happy that you took the position you did and saying 
that we need to consider everything um, and be open to everything. And even though there were a lot of negative comments, um, I think there were more positive comments than there were negative comments. So there's more of us, and and uh, we um, need to uh, make our voices known because um, we are the, I believe we are the, the way showers. And as far as truly being on this search for the truth and and what it means. And I think we're at a critical critical juncture right now um, in, in searching for the truth uh, with so much disinformation out there. Um, we have to remember to, to be open to anything. And e- even if it's something that we don't agree with, um, and we tend to believe what we want to be true and we tend to believe what we want to hear. And therefore, you've, you've already put filters on, on, on your, your, your listening and you aren't going to be able to stay open as, as, um, as you need to be. And, um, I think that, um, what, what's most important is to, um, to remember that uh, we can't ins- we can't trust the um, alternative media any more than we trust mainstream media, um, except for you, Patriot. <laughs> we know you're authentic, <laughs> but um, really, keep think about the uh, think about the, the the quote from way back when. I think it was you know by someone who's on the evil side, um, the bigger the lie and the more it's repeated, people tend to believe it. Um, and it works. Um, safe and effective is, is the most most obvious one. Um, but they um, they all use it, and and uh, we we can easily all fall for it. So we really have to use discernment. Um, and stay open and and not be judging because none of us really know the truth. And I'd like to end with you know, my, the most intriguing quote I think out of the Bible: "And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free." And until we're free, which we aren't yet, we don't know what the truth is. <laughs> so my goal is to become free, whatever it takes, and however long it takes to get there. That's our goal. Well said. Well said. And, you know, I, I remind folks, uh, I think I reminded people on and, and thank you, by the way, for, for the kind words. Uh, I think it was uh, a few episodes back where it was the thumbnail is spiritual warfare. And I was talking about, you know, this topic and, uh, you know, this concept of, uh, you know, what you what you've kind of laid out there, you know, this idea of um, being uh, uh, taking a side before you have all the information or, or, you know, being able to discern what the truth is. That's, that's really what we all started doing together. I mean, that's, that's why I started my show. And uh, for me personally, um, it's always been a quest that's, I've, I've always kind of kept the same mindset and I've never really had that mindset challenged until recently. You're right. I did do some interviews that, Certainly were controversial, I guess, you know, there's there's different, uh, I suppose, adjectives that you could attach to some of the interviews that I've done. But controversial is uh, is pretty accurate. And, uh, you know, people have had very, very strong reactions to them. Um, 
And uh, quite frankly, I, I, I was a little bit surprised in a sense. Um, for, first of all, I was surprised by the content of, of what happened during the interviews. But also, I think, um, you know, I was, I was kind of surprised of um, the way that people reacted. Uh, but you're right. I do think that when you go back, um, and it, this isn't true, by the way, just of my videos. But if you go back to most podcasters and, and you look at their audience, it's it's pretty clear that the majority, that's the reason why people follow you is they resonate with the way that you approach your analysis, the way that you approach seeking for the truth. And I told people in the very beginning that uh, it was a catchphrase that uh, I, I often repeat, probably not often enough, but my allegiance is to the truth. It's never been uh, to anything but that. And recognizing that we are in unprecedented times where nobody really has a, a a clear picture as as far as exactly what's going on, at least in my in my view, um, I think that it's crucial to stay open minded. And for me personally, I think it was important for me to just make it clear to my audience that I have no intention of changing my approach, regardless of you know what people say, what people may think, what criticism. Uh, you know that I, I've faced a lot of that, and uh, you know it's escalated, but that's okay. Uh, it's it's part of the process that we're all going through. And I think that for me, it's all about staying in the light and staying away from the divisiveness, staying away from the trap of getting sucked in to uh, talking about individuals and uh, and and kind of getting into this kind of mob mentality, pointing fingers at people. Uh, I don't do that. And uh, so it's not that I'm averse to taking positions on things, but I take positions when I feel like I have enough information to be able to make an assertion to people. And even when I make those assertions, I always uh, preface that. I mean, to go back to my very first episode, if you don't believe me, I told people from day one that I'm an ordinary person, that I don't have any intel. I don't have any special sources. I don't have a military background. I don't have any information that you don't have. And that is true to this day. And so what I do, my approach hasn't changed. Uh, because my ultimately my circumstances haven't changed. I've been blessed to have a platform. I've been blessed to have a lot of people follow me. But I've also told my audience I'm not soliciting their belief. I'm not trying to sell you anything. If you feel like you agree with me, great. If you feel like you don't, that's okay. And I think that's the that's the spirit. That's the energy. I think uh, it's not that we have to embrace everybody in this movement. We don't. Not everybody is. I don't think anybody is really saying that. But me, my approach, I mean, if you go back and you listen to all of my all of my work up to this point, you'd be hard pressed to find a single moment where I've gone out and attacked anybody, even though I may vehemently disagree with that person. If I talk about people, I do it in a positive light because I believe that, you know, we can talk about the issues all day long. We can talk about the individuals all day long, but there's a much higher or you might even say a much deeper level to all this. And that is the spiritual level. And I talked about staying in the light. And I know that there are a lot of that we got a couple of people with hands up here. I don't want to monopolize the conversation, but I think you, uh, you know, you raised an important topic. And I think uh, this is something that probably a lot of people, uh, hopefully, I think everybody on this uh, panel resonates with. And I, I imagine uh, most of the audience. And like you said, Pat, you know, you go and you look at those numbers, you look at the comments and it's pretty clear who the majority is. But at the same time, I also have to say that it's also 
something that people should be mindful of as well is that I think you said the words that we need to make our voices heard. The people who are the majority, the people who are in the light, the people who don't want to contribute to a toxic environment in our community at such a critical moment, regardless of how passionate you may be about whatever viewpoint you may have, there are big, bigger issues at play here. And uh, so I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to go to my man, Ben, and then we'll go over to Will. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, just to add to that, um, I just want to say how big of a factor cognitive dissonance is uh, when it comes to this whole great awakening, because, you know, naturally, most people just just want to believe what what suits them and what suits their, you know, mentality or, you know, I- ideology or whatever. And uh, it's so easy to, 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 to fall for that. And then once you learn that you have to unlearn a lot of these things that, that we're taught as a society, then ex- coming to terms with that and accepting that also like helps you strip the ego in a way, you know, where it, it can get you closer with yourself or, you know, you, you can, you can be a better version of yourself just by doing that, you know? So this whole great awakening, it has like a chain reaction in a way to, to making you a better person for me personally. And the, a lot of people I've talked to, it, it gotten them closer with God. And um, I, I think it's just all by design in a way. So I just wanted to add that. You know, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. And, uh, you know, talking about ego, because, you know, and I, and I, you know, you guys, I, I tell you the truth about, you know, my own experiences and ego is a very, very dangerous uh, adversary or it can be. Um, and a, a lot of us, um, you know, ego is basically just, you know, this kind of, uh, you know, it's a natural part of our human condition. And especially when we're under emotional duress, you know, as all of us are, we tend to revert back to that type of way of thinking. But that's not the way of thinking that got us here. That's not what brought us together. That's not what we ultimately stand for. And I think that, uh, you know, the, the fact that you pinpointed that is 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 really important. It's It's about maintaining a certain level of humility uh, in, in our approach to all of this information, because no matter what we think we know, just when we think we know something, something else comes along and, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of changes the nature or the changes, the paradigm, the variable shift. And we've had to do that this entire journey together. We've had to shift. We've had to pivot. We've had to at certain points, we've had to lick our wounds and, you know, just kind of like, you know, recover a little bit because of, of all that we've been through. And and I get all of that because I've walked hand in hand with all of you through that process. But now I think is the time that it's getting to such a critical phase that because of all of that emotional duress and all of that, um, you know, all of this insanity that we've been experiencing as a community for such a long time, there's a cumulative effect. And I think that's why these types of conversations, and we're going to touch upon a number of things tonight, hopefully, uh, that, uh, you know, are going to remind people what, what it was that brought you here, what it was that kept you here. And it's certainly, and certainly focusing on the, on the spirit and the attitude ultimately that, uh, you know, the energy of this conversation. I mean, I feel it. I felt it before we even began. And this this is the type of energy that we need to continually pour into the world. So, uh, Will, you had a hand up before, but you, you took it down. Did you had a comment you wanted to make or? Well, yeah, my Internet keeps coming in and out where I'm at in Texas. Can you hear me right now? Yeah, loud and clear. OK, uh, just real quick to chime in with what Pat said um, when she quoted the scripture of the truth will set you free. I think everyone here will resonate with what that means and the language God gave it to us in originally. 
because truth means reality. And that word free means release from bondage. So what it's really telling us, what God intended for us to get out of that, was that the reality will free us from bondage, release us from bondage. Absolutely. Well said, my friend. Okay, let's go over to uh, Melanie. You had a hand up, and then we're going to go over to Larry. Yes, just real quick. I just wanted to say, can you hear me okay? Yep, loud and clear. Okay, all right. I wanted to burst your bubble a little bit, Patriot. Um, first of uh -oh, all, that sounds scary. <laughs> in my opinion, um, I don't believe you're just like a, a regular guy. Um, and I'm going to be your cheerleader here for, for a moment. Um, you are you. You are raw. You're, a, you're you know, if, if that makes any sense, you're raw. You're you. You're not out to take advantage of anyone. You're just seeking the truth. There's not. OK, I don't want to be negative because I, I want to be positive, but there's nobody out there quite like you. I listen to different people and stuff like that all the time, but there's nobody quite like you. Um, the Overton window is changing and you are one of those people that, um, that, um, you're changing the now with what you put out there and the future. This is my opinion. I, I believe this and I, think maybe other people feel the same way. Um, but you are um, with this changing of the Overton window and being the kind of person that you are, you don't let anybody stop you or, you know, we all need to, I don't know if you call it a sabbatical or, you know, <laughs> probably not because that's longer and I don't know if sabbatical is cabal or not i don't know but sometimes we need to step back i understand that and just like take a moment and take a breather but you just like keep moving forward in your truth and that's what we have right now is our truth because we don't you know we cannot in my opinion as humanity and all the things that we've been learning these past three or four years, or some people even longer, like Soaring Dove, we cannot like just choose this lane, pick a lane type of thing. We are still learning and growing. And I, God brought Absolutely. me something. At, um, the all-knowing never ends. It never ends. We will continue to grow and learn for all of eternity and that's biblical so i believe you're on this path and you're help, you're guiding and leading you know people to learn to take control of their own lives and learn and grow as they go and just be a raw decent human being and so that's how I feel about you. I just wanted to throw that in there. Thank you. Well, thank you. I, um, you know, I never really quite know how to how to respond to stuff like that. I don't I don't see myself. Um, let, let me let me just say this. I mean, I part of me feels like tearing up. Um, I don't um, I, I've never looked at myself as any different 
from anybody else. Um, to this day, I don't. And just because I have a platform, just because I have a, a voice that people resonate with, it's, you know, I've lived with myself my whole life. Believe me, I know, uh, you know, I'm not maybe as special as some people think. I think that uh, quite honestly, I think that this journey, um, you, you know, this this was something that that came to me. And I believe in a divine in a divine way, because I never imagined that uh, I was going to do anything like this. But uh, the the point I, I think that I wanted to to make, and I thank you so much. I, I thank you deeply for those for those kind words. But um, I don't I don't ever want to feel or, or or see myself, or and I don't think I ever will. Uh, my my spirit doesn't allow that type of separation, and I think that um, you know I never wanted I never wanted attention. That's why it took me so long for me to even turn my camera on. I did it for my audience. I didn't do it for myself. Um, you know, I did it to share more of, of myself because I've grown so close to, to, to all of you. Um, but, um, you know, as far as how I, how I approach my work, um, you know, that's something that, uh, quite frankly, um, it's, it's just, a, it's just an integral part of who I am. I, I, I can't, uh, I don't, I don't bow to pressure. I don't bow to, you know, mob mentality. I don't bow to people telling me what I should think, who I should interview, what I should, what lane I should pick. I just, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not an option for me. Uh, I can't live that way. I can't function that way. Uh, to me, you bow once you, you spend the rest of your life bowing and that's, that's not what I'm about. And I didn't come this far with all of you, uh, to, to be pushed into something before at, at a premature time. I mean, it'd be one thing if, all of us had all of the facts and everything was laid out there and we all knew the truth about everything. And I was still sitting there going, hmm, I'm not really sure what to believe. I mean, that's that's far from where we're at right now. Uh, some people, again, may have a different perspective on that. If you do and you think uh, you think differently about it, that's fine. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I, I thank you, Melanie, for that. But I, it's important that, um, you know, that the lesson I think that all of us have learned along the way. And I think the message that we want to try to deliver here tonight is that, uh this is a journey. And like you said, we don't have all the information. A lot of things, we're at a very critical moment right now. A lot of things are uh, on the horizon, as we're, we're seeing. Uh, and things are going to start escalating, I imagine, uh, pretty significantly. And uh, I also think that that's, that's connected to a lot of the shifting that we're seeing inside of our community. But for my part, you know, I, I don't see myself as a major figure in this movement. I don't see myself as a major leader. If other people see me that way, then then that's okay. And, um, but I also accept the responsibility that I have and I've, it's taken me a while to get there, but more and more accepting the responsibility that I have to, uh, not to have all the answers for people, but to not change who I am and not change my approach and not change what, what got me this audience to begin with and why, and why people, why so many people continue to resonate, why people come back. Uh, I, 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 just give you myself, like you said. It's just my my raw uh, personality comes out, especially when I do my podcasts, and uh, that's what people uh, that's what's what's drawn people to me. And um, you know, that's that's where I'm most comfortable. That's that's who I am. And uh, quite frankly, I'd rather stop doing this altogether than have somebody tell me how I have to do it. So, uh, but thank you for those kind words, Melanie. I, I really do appreciate that. And the reason I, I stress all this is because again, a lot of people. Uh, you know, you go back and you look at the comments when I did that show. Uh, 
99% of the people were on board and said, you know what, keep doing what you're doing. And that's why we here. That's why we keep coming back is because of you and doing what you do the way you do it. And so that's what I'm going to do. All right, Will, go ahead. Oh, just real quick. That's why you attract people that don't necessarily agree with all your guests and those that do agree with most of your guests. It's your humility. It's your humility that attracts everyone. So thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. All right. Well, let's let's not make this all about me. I do appreciate the kind words, but uh, let's let's kind of talk about, uh, you know, some of these issues. I know, Carol, uh, you and I uh, were sharing some thoughts. Is Carol still? Oh, Carol. Yeah, there you are. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the uh, the EBS and talking a little bit about uh, some of the uh, concerns that you have, some of the questions that are circulating about that. And I certainly think that that is a topic that a lot of people are are wondering about, especially given these uh, these blackouts, these AT&T blackouts that we saw, a lot of information going on, uh, a lot of disinformation in my view. Uh, so, Carol, tell us, uh, you know, what's your what's your take on on uh, that, that this whole topic of the EBS and just kind of open it up, uh, give us your thoughts and and uh, hopefully uh, people will be able to vibe on what you're saying. Well, there's seems like there's, like you say, many opinions about what it's all about and who is doing it and who's going to do it. And is it positive? Is it negative? So that's basically what I kind of wanted to discuss. And I didn't get uh, the EBS when they had it originally. It did not affect my phone anyway. So I don't know how many phones it did affect or how many systems it affected. But uh, is it going to affect uh, all communications? Is it just going to affect cell phones? Uh, what communications are we going to be left with? Uh, if they do this thing and are we going to be able to rely say on satellite phones are we going to be able to rely on uh things like um other radio mediums uh you know like shortwave and all those kinds of things well that's a lot of a lot of uh, questions in there i mean does anybody uh anybody in the panel okay we got some hands going up here so let's go over to uh pat and then we'll go to ben The, the answer very simply is uh, expect the best and prepare for the worst. Uh, and this way you won't be caught um, off guard and um, it'll you'll come through it saying oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be uh, because we can't answer any specific question. Everyone has to uh, deal with it in their own way. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, you know, I, I second that for sure, because really what it comes down to is, uh, is it the white hats or black hats, you know, and since none of us know the truth, you know, we just have to go with, with what we feel in our heart. And uh, there's a few, you know, you can go back and look at, look at everything Trump has done that, you know, and factor that in. And uh, one of the things that I believe can't be ignored is when Trump did his capitulation tour, I believe it was his first year in office. And um, that's something that can't be ignored because of the optics that was shown. And uh, I just wanted to, oh, 
Oh yeah, I just wanted to. Oh, ho, uh, host, can you share the uh, share screen? I just wanted to share a video on uh, Michael Brian Protzman, aka Negative Forty Eight, talking about that. Okay, give me one second, and I will give you a share screen. Stand by. Okay, you should be good to go. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like this is something that that really can never be ignored. Uh, especially since it happened, it happened so early on in uh, in Trump's thing. Okay, so here we go. Basically, what, basically what Trump did was he um, he took all the uh, uh, control files from the thirteen bloodline families that they had over everybody, and he took all the NSA paperwork because he's got every button pushed since nineteen eighty three, and when George Bush made them all. Uh, you know, the Patriot Act, he made everybody that was fighting against the United States enemy combatant, so that included them. And so we were able to use anything and everything against them. And so Trump took all the documentation uh, to country, to country, to country, and they all folded, uh, and they all handed over all their wealth. So Trump became the king of the world with all the money. They went around to all these different countries. They started with Saudi Arabia, and they went over there, and they folded uh, everybody folded within a day except for Israel. They took an extra little bit. And, um, and of course, they folded. So everybody handed over their power to Trump visually, and they handed over all their wealth. Mohammed bin Salman, after they tried to kill him, them, him in Vegas, then he went to work for Trump big time and went around to all these corporations and told them that, hey, it's done, it's over. Trump owns your ass, you're done. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. So, of course, while it happened, none of us really knew, uh, you know, what was going on. But looking back and and, and hearing that, it it kind of it kind of puts everything into perspective a little bit. And especially when you when you add uh, the weight of EOs one three eight one eight and one three eight four eight, the options of what's possible are expanded exponentially. And uh, as far as like exactly what's going on and like should the people know i really like the metaphor that juan told carrie on their podcast that they had together and he said along the lines of like whenever a pilot that's flying realizes that there's a major malfunction that could result in death he doesn't take the time to explain to the passengers exactly what is going on and the steps that need to be taken for correction he solely diverts his attention strictly to the problem at hand and performs the necessary steps in order to land the plane safely. In other words, the military doesn't have to tell us anything when it comes to restoring our republic and eradicating the most evil force that this world's ever known. And so when you when you sit back and look at it with that lens, at this how big this war is, then uh it kind of it kind of puts things a little more into perspective and for me it, it gives me a little more motivation and confidence that, you know, that our military is saving the world with this plan. So I agree with you, my friend. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's really important for us to go back and certainly this, uh, you know, the, the information that you shared, it's not as if we didn't know, but rather have we forgotten. Right. And I don't think we have certainly, but I, I think that, uh, you know, as a whole, I think the community needs to be reminded and we talked a little bit about this before we started recording tonight, at least in my opinion, what brought us here. And I think I've already mentioned this a couple of times, but, you know, the idea 
that uh, we didn't we didn't arrive at this point in in 2024 in February of 2024 the end can you believe it of February already uh, we didn't arrive here without reason we didn't arrive here in, in a vacuum without anything to believe in without hope along the way without and 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 more than just hope we can have a whole discussion here about all of these statistical impro impossibilities all of the deltas that we're continuing to see even at this late stage we're continuing to get more and more Q uh, confirmations. Um, it's it's something that for me, and I've, I've been very clear about this my entire journey, if I ever got to a point where I started to really question the the, the whole Q operation and I started to see things moving in a, in a direction that I didn't think was consistent with the overall framework. And like you pointed out, like negative 48, uh, or I think uh, you mentioned uh, Juan had said, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a situation where they don't have the ability to just explain to everybody everything that's going on, because if they do that, they can't fight the war the way that it needs to be fought. And something that a lot of folks, I think, embraced early on is 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 starting to become for for more people at this late stage in the game. Uh, you know, people are starting to question, well, is the military really good? Is the really, military, you know, really bad? Or, you know, all these things are, are kind of getting injected into the narrative. But I, I'm with you. I, I am completely solid in my faith and, and not just my faith, but ultimately everything that led us here. That I still believe we are on the right trajectory. I still believe that, you know, even though we don't know all of the ins and outs, we don't know the sequencing of events. We don't know the timing of events. I don't think that anything has fundamentally changed in the overall paradigm, at least in my view, that would get me or, or would prompt me to question in any real way the veracity of this plan. I think that there's been more evidence for people who are paying attention, for people who have done the research and continue to do the research and haven't just abandoned it. Uh, you're going to continually see more and more evidence. And again, some people are saying, well, they're tired with the evidence. They don't want the uh, everybody's like at the end of their rope. And I, I, I understand, I sympathize with it, but I also feel like, you know, we're, we're in the final stages and we can't, we can't give up now. We didn't get this far just to give up now. And just to, to, to start questioning all of these things um, with, at least in my opinion, without any actual events that have transpired that have changed anything fundamentally in terms of the overall plan i guess you know is, is my point of view but uh um i think you you know raising that uh raising that issue once again of well, not issue but you know reminding everybody about how trump started and everything that he accomplished in his first term you talked about the executive orders all these things are still in play so that was a really great video did you want to uh comment on anything before we uh, move on to larry no go ahead thank you all right, Ben. Great share. Thank you. Go ahead, Larry. Okay. Yeah, I just want to back up uh, on, <clears throat> excuse me, on a few of the comments that were just made. First, talking about the EBS system, um, I would say to the people who are on the panel and on the podcast, I, we are very likely a very evolved group relative to the population as a whole. I think most people out there, if they listen into this podcast, they wouldn't know what we were talking about. And so therefore, whenever the EBS happens, I would say to all of us, we need to reach out to our neighbors, our relatives, our friends, step out on the street and explain to them what's going on. They're going to be scared as hell 
believe me. And it's our chance to jump in and do the right thing, um, do the best thing that we could possibly do. Uh, the second comment, and Ben was talking about the uh, Trump capitulation tour. Um, a really good resource for everybody to check in um, to. There is um, on Good Lion Films on Rumble, uh, there's a podcast called The Greatest Show on Earth, and it's dedicated in great detail to what Trump's capitulation tour is about. And that particular video um, is based on the work of Derek Johnson. I don't know if, if he comes up in this discussion, but Derek um, had provided a lot of information regarding all the executive orders that have been placed. Unfortunately, Derek's work is so complicated, it's difficult to understand, but this video, The Greatest Show on Earth, explains it very clearly. And I think it it's explains it well enough so people will have a sense of what they uh, can do about it. Patrick, did you want me to jump in and now onto some of the uh, extraterrestrial things I was. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. We can t we can steer the conversation anywhere you want to take okay. it. Larry, you got yeah. a lot of uh, information for us. So hit us with it. Sure. Um, as the song goes, hit me with your best shot. <laughs> yeah, I've been researching this for many, many years, and uh, some of the voices I follow are I would say first would be Michael Sala, who undoubtedly the greatest researcher out on, on all of these things. I've, I've listened to him, I've read his books and heard him in conference. But along the way, Michael has interviewed people such as Elena Denon, um, JP and John Charles Moyen, having to do with what's going on in the solar system. Not all the people out there are up to date with what's going on. And apparently around 2021 or so, the negative extraterrestrials were driven out of the solar system, which was a huge event. And I don't know if it's talked much about on this forum or perhaps people who are intuitive can feel it. But for me, this was a huge event that has occurred. And it really gets everything moving in the right direction because heretofore the problem was these negative extraterrestrials were doing very uh, perverse things and even bombing us with um, negative I, I can't find the words negative radiation things to keep us down keep us in a fog and that time has ended so we're actually moving towards the end game um, Another thing I wanted to mention, talking about artificial intelligence vis-a-vis -vis the extraterrestrials is this. AI, um, at least in my opinion, is, is neither good nor bad. It really depends on who is using it. And case in point, the positive extraterrestrials, I can think back to Corey Good going back into um, uh, Gaia's broadcast 2014, he just as matter-of-factly talked about um, when he would return to the Lunar Operations Command, the first thing they would do is simply check them to make sure that there was no AI infestation. It was a rather routine matter to do that check. And that said to me, well, they have this under control. It's a manageable problem. But on the positive side, there are other extraterrestrial races um, I think Bashar, who was channeled by Daler Anka, had talked about this, that they, in fact, their ships have a consciousness to them. Um, 
I can't remember the other person's name, but I can say categorically that the more positive advanced ET races, their ships have a consciousness and that consciousness can be used for good purposes. Um, so one of the things the ship does is actually screen who may enter the ship based on their DNA. So my conclusion here, just a, well, the word I wanted to get out that AI is not necessarily negative. In fact, it can be used for positive as well. And that in fact is going on. So anybody who's out there sowing fear, fear categorically that that is the case, um, I, I would stand my ground on that issue. Any questions on that? Oh, no, that's, uh, yeah, okay. So, you know, I, um, I'm glad that you talked about, you know, you, you kind of brought up this, uh, you know, the topic of AI. Certainly, uh, it's getting a lot of attention. A lot of people are questioning what is the nature of it? You know, is it is it what we're presented with in terms of, you know, mainline information? Or is it probably a lot more complex than what we're presented with in terms of the mainline information? And, um, you know, there's I've I've had extensive conversations with uh, different guests that I've had on my show about AI, and I've heard more and more that the uh, the paradigm is shifting within the the nature of AI itself. That it's uh, that there are new forms of it that are actually being developed. I don't know, Larry, if you're uh, familiar with this, uh, but it's not just silicon based anymore. It's actually gone into carbon based. I know Gene has talked a lot about that when he's been on the show, uh, talking about how this war really at the highest levels is being fought between these two different uh i don't know if it's just two different there's probably multiple different depending upon who you listen to and uh you know what uh you know what you believe but uh multiple different ais that are vying for control ultimately of our system but that that battle depending on who you again it depends on uh you know who you listen to and what uh, what your narrative uh, you know you, you want to go with but i i've heard very similar things to what you've talked about in terms of the you know the negative uh, kind of shifting more now into the the non-terrestrial element here, but that the negative uh, element has been eradicated, and that at this point it's really uh, you know at the exopolitical level is it's it's like all of those uh, issues have been largely sorted out, and it's now just coming down to the the ultimate uh, awakening of humanity and the revelation mm -hmm. of all these truths. And yeah, I would I would comment that the battle we're fighting currently is this, though the negative ETs have been driven away from the solar system, there have been a lot of trainees or people in our government or all these horrible things are still happening on Earth. Those people who were under the influence of negative ETs are still acting out the way they are. Uh, they're doing that of their own free will. If that makes any sense. The, the external influence is gone. And, and, and I might add something to add a little understanding to this, and, and this is kind of beautiful, the truth as I understand it, that uh, Gene Roddenberry, when he, when he wrote Star Trek, he was provided with um, information from a group called The Nine, and in, in various channeling sessions, Gene Roddenberry was shown the vision of what Star Trek would be representative as a as a TV program. And it was shown for several reasons, one of which was simply because 
us being exposed to a Star Trek future and watching that on television and seeing how the world could be brought our consciousness to the level of understanding that future reality. It was no coincidence that, we, that that was given to us as a vision, and now we're in the process of actually manifesting that vision through our positive thoughts. And I think that's a huge part. We were talking about manifesting things through, through consciousness. And so Roddenberry's Star Trek future is going to become a reality. In fact, the ETs that I'm aware of that are in contact were very soon will be joining the Galactic Federation of Worlds. But need, first we need to end war on the planet. There were several things that had to happen first. Ending war was one of them, and I don't off the top of my head remember the others. It's interesting you use the term, uh, the Star Trek future. I know uh, my friend Brad Olson, uh, he likes, it's one of his catchphrases. I don't know if you're familiar with Brad, but uh, you know he's done a lot of work on this subject as well. And you know, listening to what you're talking about, about Star Trek and, you know, all this predictive programming that we've seen hasn't necessarily all been bad. Uh, there's certainly I've, I've covered uh, going back a long time now, but really, you know, in my early days, of my podcast, I did a whole series on uh, there was a, a book called Agent Buried Alive. And uh, one of the main things that I remembered from that series was this kind of revelation that I was having as I was doing all of these shows uh, that what we're exposed to the things that that are, are packaged as science fiction are actually disclosure and they've been doing this all yes. along and of course both sides have been doing it right and you know like ben was talking about you know is it you know it's that's the question right like who's which side is doing it and you know mm -hmm. with every with every new uh scenario that comes along we ask ourselves that question whether it be about the ebs or whether it be about you know programming uh, but uh, Star Trek, I think you make a really good point. And, and certainly um, we know that this plan, and I know there's um, many members of the panel can speak on this. This plan goes back, of course, uh, many, many decades. And certainly there's been a lot of white hat activity behind the scenes that we haven't been aware of. And certainly, oh. you know, we felt the darkness, but uh, there's also been the light workers that have been uh, doing the same type of predictive programming, the same, like I, I the way I describe is almost like parallel construction of these two different strategies. And now we're kind of getting to that, that critical, uh, that crossroads, I guess you could say. I would imagine, Patrick, when you were a young child, uh, my recollection is uh, I was in college in the early 70s is when Star Trek first came on. So yes, this initiative of showing this potential future has been in place and ongoing for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I would you know, reach out to the audience and, and, and ask you to visualize that as being our future. We are powerful beings and we can manifest this. And if we just see that future happening, us being a part of it, we're moving, moving forward to where we want to go. Absolutely. And that's why I always like to stay focused on that, you know, because that's really that's the that's the that, that's the big secret. You know, that's this war is all about consciousness. That's what it really comes down to, you know, where we direct our consciousness. Ultimately, it's the cabal trying to drag our frequency down. They're trying to drag our consciousness level down. They're trying to distract us with a million different things. And of course, you know, the White Hats have uh, used similar strategies. We know they've definitely used similar strategies in terms of predictive programming. They've uh, in terms of disinformation that that's what makes this war so hard to navigate. 
But uh, no doubt, at least in my view, and I think Larry would probably agree that, you know, we're here right now in this great awakening as we speak because of all of these things that were put in place a very, very long time ago. Quite frankly, a lot of them well before I ever came along was <laughs> was was paying attention to any of it. This that that that's the magnitude of this plan. And I think that, you know, it's one of the reasons that, you know, uh, I love the video that Ben just showed us. And also it's just this this overall conversation, really. It's just kind of reminding everybody that the the grand scope of this Q operation, this wasn't something that just came along in 2017. That's when the drops started. But this has been something that has been decades in the making. And I just want to add, add one thought. One thing that the cabal has tried to hide from us is, in fact, that we can make consciousness connections. I, I was surprised when I learned of the research that was done at the, it's, it's called PEAR, P-E-A-R, the Princeton, Princeton Experimental Anomaly Research Laboratory back in the 70s. And they demonstrated very clearly that through our intentions, we as human beings are able to create an influence on a piece of equipment. The, the, the tests that were run or had to do with a random event generator. Um, we could talk more about that. I don't want too much time, take too much time. But the point being, when those experiments were done, the the results of them were very well hidden. And the people at Princeton who did did it, they were in the basement and I ran into a young lady who went to school there then and she says, we, we weren't supposed to talk about that. And it was, and the reason they don't want us to know about that because once we realize that through our intentions, we could affect the world around us, it really empowers us. And they don't want us to right. know that. That's the, the secret. Other thing. <laughs> That's the, the big thing, secret right there. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I can talk about some, maybe perhaps tonight, tonight is not the night, but just in fact, us becoming empowered through our consciousness, but there's, there's a whole lot we could talk about there at another time, Patrick. Well, that's you, that's a great share, uh, Larry. And you're, wow, mm -hmm. you're, I'm, I'm really glad that you decided to join this panel. Thank you. you know your stuff. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so let's go over to Dookie. want to try to get uh, other folks involved in the conversation here. Go ahead, Dookie. Oh, had to unmute myself. Yep. I, I'm agreeing. I, I'm agreeing wholeheartedly with uh, what Larry was just saying. I can I can so relate to it. Um, some of y'all know that before, you know, I made the full complete circle of being a Catholic. Then I was a Buddhist for 37 years. And now I'm back to, you know, Christianity. But w whatever or. Your spiritual journey. Cool. We all have one. Yeah, the spiritual journey. Yeah. Yeah. So I can so relate to what he was just saying, because not only are we spiritual beings, but we create our future with our thoughts. So the trick is, is that we have to really try to keep our life condition high, you know, mm -hmm. keep that light that is within us, you know, keep keep spreading, spreading that light and and going back to source and going back to our creator for all the strength that we need to carry on and and to to be aware of the obstacles that are going to be thrown at us especially us mm -hmm. all of us in this group but you know not not just us but everyone around us and um, a big buddhist concept is uh like attracts like right 
but also that we can influence everything around us. They say seven generations backward, seven generations forward, but also the people that are actually in our direct uh, realm, our friends, our neighbors, our relatives. You know, we we have an impact on them and our uh, society, our towns, right? So that's what... To me, being a, a light worker or a person who wants to shed God's light and his love, I think, at least for me, this is my prayer, you know, that I want to to send that to everyone around the, the planet, not just not just locally. But I don't know. We create with our mind. And if we keep our minds and our thoughts positive, we're going to have positive results. And that's what they, like Larry was just saying, they can't stand it. They can't stand it. That's and they've so hidden true. that from us for, for aeons. It's been hidden. So now is our time for us to shine. Let's let's do it. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. Beautifully said. All right. So let's go over. I think Ben and Pat wanted to uh, comment on that. And then uh, I'd really like to uh, hear from uh, Michelle. I'd like to, you know, just kind of touch base with Michelle and uh, Soaring Dove and Sarah, of course. So, uh, Ben, go ahead. Yeah, just to add to that, Dookie, I just uh, I just wanted to say identifying the attack vectors that the powers that be have been throwing in our lives in every single aspect. Like, if if it's a soap or if it's something that we use that we, we put on our body, you better believe it's been weaponized against us from deodorant to everything. And I bring this up uh, quite a bit, but it's I believe it's worth... Uh, bringing up often because that's one way to raise our frequency is to you know quit the fluoride you know and uh just just doing all all that stuff and plus the the research is endless so it's uh yeah i i could just tell a difference just just after learning it a few years ago till now like i could i just feel way more clear-headed and stuff compared to you know the poison i was putting in my body unknowingly before as i'm sure you guys know so, uh, yeah, thank you. That is, a, that is an absolutely great point. And every time this comes up, I'm always like, we really should talk about this more, uh, honestly, because it's something that doesn't get discussed an awful lot. I think back during the uh, the pandemic, uh, or I shouldn't say the with the quotes, that actually is the right way to say it is the pandemic. I was going to say the pandemic. Uh, but, you know, I think this was a big topic of conversation back then because people were really concerned about the spike proteins and they were really concerned about you know, navigating this whole situation with the jab and all that. And there was there was a lot of conversation back in those days about, um, you know, basically you know, what you just touched upon, you know, making sure you keep your 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 body, uh, you, you know, you respect your body as a temple to the best of your ability. I mean, it's a struggle because, like you said, everything, everything has been weaponized against us from deodorant yeah. to to toothpaste to, you know, the you know, cosmetics to I mean, even even down to the fibers and the clothing that we wear. The detergents. I mean, it's just been it's it's constant. Uh, this is uh, something again. I'm I'm referencing some old shows. Maybe it's because I'm in a nostalgic mood tonight. But uh, you know, I did a whole I did a couple shows on silent weapons for quiet wars, uh, and that brings me you know that that topic brings me right back to that. You know, they they outlined all of this stuff. This was a an attack plan, and uh, you know, understanding the attack plan is part of it, but also remembering that you know you have the ability to control an awful lot. In terms of your own frequency, in terms of what you put into your body, I mean, th- this has been something that uh, you know I've I've it's been a big part of my journey, 
learning how to eat healthier, you know, learning how to, you know, do grounding. I think somebody uh, talked about that a little, uh, we, we mentioned that a little bit earlier during our pre-recording conversation, but, you know, grounding and taking care of ourselves, being consciously aware. And, and for me, honestly, I'm, I'm militant about the stuff that I put in my body at this point, because the more you learn, the more you realize that, uh, you know, you just go about your day, you wake up first thing in the morning, you know, and you, you stick that toothbrush with that fluoride in your mouth and, and already, you know, you're, you're, you're shoveling that poison into your body without even thinking about it. And, you know, so many people, I mean, most people out there have been doing that since birth, you mm. know. Uh, so, you know, we've been under attack for a really, really long time. And this is uh, and this is also part of the new world that we're entering into is a world free of all of these different attack vectors. But uh, great, great point, Ben. Uh, all right. So, Pat, go ahead. And then uh, I think we'll go over to Michelle after that. Well, I just want to continue to pivot the conversation to daily practices that each of us use and do to create. Um, positivity in our life. And what I wanted to mention is um, that I'm sure I'll, you can relate that end of the day after whatever time you spent listening to the news for the day, always I'm at my lowest. I'm maybe depressed. So what it's designed to do. Yeah, I know. It's exi- exactly. So I've been trying, very well. been trying to step back from that and not watch as much. Um, but it's hard to do because so much is happening. But what I do is every morning when I wake up, before I go brush my teeth, I mean, immediately when I wake up, I I ask for a message because that's when I get messages. First thing in the morning while my mind is clear and, and, and I know that whatever message comes through is going to be my theme for the day. And, and then I remind myself that we win and I say it with total conviction we win this is a spiritual war between good and evil and i know we win and i don't have to know how it happens i have faith in god and humanity that it will and i don't have to know when it happens because we know that we don't know dates and anything to deal with dates in my mind is is 3d i'm think i'm going above and beyond that right i i think that um that sets the tone for my day and I and I um, put it in my mind or ingrain it in my mind so that I use it in every conversation that I have with anyone throughout the day because it's not only helping them but it's reaffirming for me what what I know I believe in so that's what I wanted to add very well said, as always, Pat. And I, I completely agree with you. So I, I think, Michelle, based upon some of the things that uh, we were talking about in our conversation earlier tonight, you had uh, some stuff that you could certainly share with us on this topic about, you know, staying grounded and staying, you know, keeping your frequency high and, you know, your daily practice. You know, what do you do? Because there are a lot of people out there, I think, that, you know, are, are going to be listening to this and they're going to be wondering, you know, what what more can I do to kind of to to, to stay uh, in the light? And uh, so I'll, I'll just pass it over to you. Uh, what can you share with us? Well, thank you. Hi, everyone. Um, well, I found, you know, you, you know, we're looking for different answers and you, and you don't know where to start. You know, I don't, you know, you have podcasts and I'm, you know, I love listening to you, but, you know, you start to figure out how, how what can we offer here? And I started doing some just like local stuff. I'm, I'm up here in Wisconsin in the middle of nowhere and, you know, you got to drive everywhere. And, and 
you know, I was just thinking, um, sound nidra, you know, yoga, you know, and um, salt, you know, I found that the salt healing, you know, and, and lo and behold, you know, I was just at work one day bored and, you know, looking what, what was in my, what was in our available area. And I'm, lo, lo and behold, to me, I was just like, oh my, you know, look at, you know, you got, got this and you got this and, you know, and it's all this natural halo therapy and things like that are like popping up everywhere. And, and it just happened, you know, I, you know, found a place like close to my house, like within like 40 minute drive. And, and I'm like, oh, I could use a, like a recharge, you know, 2024 um, with the new year and everything. I'm like, you know, this is about me. I have to do this for me. What can I do for me today? What can I do for me this week? You know, we all have family, children, jobs, and, you know, all the combating things. But, okay, what can we do for my, you know, what can I do for me? And I went and, um, you know, found the, um, the, the, the halo therapy. And went there and, and, you know, lo and behold, you know, now, I mean, you know, you get all sorts of salt caves. But they have like infrared where it mists and you can meditate, you know, and I'm like, okay, I can, I'm so down, you know, I, I'm, you know, with my job, I'm a welder and everything and, you know, beat myself up. I'm like, oh, I can totally use some infrared healing. And then as you go through it and you're like, wow, you know, I feel great, you know, just from being in the salt and, you know, clearing my mind and just like my Skin and like, um, I think that was Will or who touched base on like the toothpaste and you know things like that, like the fluoride. I mean, I have to haul my water to work because I work towards Milwaukee, and I'm like, you know, and and when you start to realize what calcifies your pineal gland is the fluoride, and 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 I mean you can't trust the water system at all. So I mean, I you know I got reverse osmosis, so it's like. Okay, fill all my bottles up. And like you said, the morning routines. And the most important thing is, is that once you start to start taking care of yourself, like eating and su supplying, like um, we're on battle from COVID. I mean, every time I turn around, somebody's around me is sick. I mean, I pound the vitamins, vitamin C, you know, super green food powder. That is just the most awful thing on the planet. You know, I mean, I got to hold my nose in the morning, you know, and I'm like, oh, I can't power through this, you know, and, and just notice that when I start taking just like these things that we don't eat, that we don't get in our foods because they don't want us to be healthy. They want us to rely on big pharma. They want you to feel like crap. And okay, so I mean, I upgrade my, you know, cacao and I didn't know the cow powder, you know, raw cacao powder, um, two tablespoons, two tablespoons a day with that in your routine that decalcifies the um, pineal gland, you know, and these are little things they don't, you know, cacao powder, you know, where you can just put it in there and, you know, I, I'm trying to do like no sugar now, but, you know, little things like that, cacao powder and, you know, the water, the fluoride, the deodorant, um, the water, I think I feel, but like I found that the, the salt therapy, because they, you know, I used to, you know, with the breathing, with the welding and stuff, I'm like so around the heavy metals on top of it, but then, you know, we got the, chemtrails and you know every everywhere we turn around in our daily lives we're being bombarded and everything we can do to you know get our 
keep our high vibes up, you know, and, and, you know, like when people think like yoga, I'm like, I'm the worst person that's out of shape, you know, and I'm like, Oh my God, yoga. But the yoga nidra, I started out, it was like a sound bath. And it was the most amazing. I mean, you don't have to be like, you know, figure out how to meditate. You just, you just jive, you just fall right in and you let the sound bath. just, and it's like, wow, you know, you give yourself a recharge. And, and I found that th that helps and it helps with every time you turn around, you know, I mean, we always see it. I mean, I, I see it. I'm out here in the country and stuff and I look up and I'm like, Oh, they're at it again. Here goes the chemtrails, you know, and you know, how do we combat this? Because we know all of us, everybody that listens to your show. I mean, no, it doesn't matter where you live. They are trying to kill us and poison us. And, you know, like I said, with the, you know, um, with the foods. And that's why I found by taking, you know, the extra supplements and, you know, going on my own spiritual path and doing things to combat my, you know, your consciousness and I went with my son and we went to a drum making class that was amazing and very spiritual. And the gal that hands hand them. But then I looked, they have them everywhere if you really look. And, you know, and, and there's so many different things for people. But, you know, just stepping out of the out of the norm of if and find who we are truly is amazing, you know, and with the grounding and, you know, there's so many different techniques and I'm way up here in the North and, um, you know, it's not, it's not nice weather, you know, we're usually under snow and frozen. So it's kind of hard to go out and ground, but, um, you know, you can do it inside your house and just trying to just reconnect and, you know, get our brains and, you know, start with, like you said, with the, you always on your shows and stuff with the, products and stuff and you don't realize like you said with the your clothing with the poisons in the thing you know in the dishwasher okay my kids were like mom there's rejects in the dishwasher because I use the the safe non-chemical dishwasher pods and I'm like okay put two of them in there next time you know do you know I mean I mean you know everybody's used to you know like the poison and I mean they don't know it I, I'm the mom I switch all the products and you know, the dryer sheets that have none of that and the laundry soap and, you know, X, Y, Z. But if you automatically switch for your family that don't normally practice these things, well, when they, you know, it's that's all they have in the cabinets. I mean, you know, it's it's a practice where you can, like you said, get, keep the chemicals off of your skin and, you know. And well, you notice hurt. it too more and more. I think the more healthy you get, the more sensitive you become to all of these different toxins. I don't know if it's like that, if that's been your experience, it's certainly been mine is that, you know, at one point in my life and I, I was doing all of the wrong stuff, the fluoride and, you know, paying absolutely zero attention to what I was putting into my body, eating fast food and all these things. And it's almost like you get to a point where you're so toxic that it feels normal and you don't even realize, you know, it's like you don't even you're not even really uh, awake and aware of, of what you're putting in your body. It's like it's it, again, it's a consciousness thing. But then once you become aware of it and you start to decalcify that pineal and you start to cleanse all those toxins out of your body and you start to notice the difference and you start to, you know, to really sense. I mean, for me, that's at, at this point, if a product is toxic, I mean, honestly, even if it's something like deodorant or skin lotion or something like that, if I put something on my my body or put or eat something it's almost like i i can immediately sense that it's not right it's like you you, you get become more and more sensitive to it as time goes well, 
Absolutely. And another thing, you know, I, I, funny people ask me, like in the summer, or in the, we don't get sun. I, like I said, we're up here in Wisconsin, but it's like, um, you know, sun gazing it is so great for your eyes and your vitamins. And I mean, I don't, a lot of people, you know, if you look back into the old photos and like where you go into history, you'll grab, nobody had sunglasses on. Do you, do you know everybody was out in the beach and, you know, the, 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 the skin and stuff. And it's like, um, that's where your, your, your body naturally absorbs all that through your eyes. And, you know, like you said, okay, throw black, you know, some black side. Well, my eyes have gotten used to it because I have, I don't wear sunglasses, but just little things when you start to pick up and, and if you're used to wearing sunglasses, it'll be a hard adjustment. But like they tell you the, um, like in the morning, I can usually see this morning because I'm up really early. And then like they say, the last 15 minutes of sun sunset when you're out there, like when it's beautiful and you're just meditating, you know, meditate, stare right into the sun, you know, because you, you can, you, 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 you get that energy and, you know, the healing proportions from the sun that, you know, they want you to believe that you, you know, you're not getting that from, you know, the vitamin D and the powerful the, that the sun has, for all of us and you know it's you know you can go down a million gazillion different ways yep. but it's like it's you know it just you know I, I i just hope all of us just raise the vibration of this planet and you know and all our little things and the more we share with everybody and the more we go down that path together is how we fix this because we're, we we can't fix it the only way we can fix it was being together and and <clears throat> raise the vibration of this planet because in at the end we are all together okay uh soaring dev i was going to go to you next actually i think you're uh you're up but yeah uh, michelle i couldn't agree with you more excellent points uh so let me uh let let melanie make a quick comment and then we're going to go to uh soaring dove i know a lot of folks out there uh have been asking to have soaring dove back on the show to share some thoughts with us and then I'm going to go to my good friend, Sarah, after that. So, Melanie, go ahead. Yes, um, I just wanted to put out there um, uh, healing for the ages. I I was trying to find the exact address, but it's healing for the ages. And ages might be A period, G period, E period, S period. But it's um, coming up, I think, on the 28th is starting. And it's Dr. Brian Artis, Ed Group, Henry Ely, and Janice Schmidt. It is excellent on all of this stuff we're talking about, um, you know, medical stuff. They are excellent doctors to listen to. Each one of them brings so much to the table. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Healing for the Ages Conference coming up again. So that's all I had to say. All right. Thank you so much. And this is, you know, this is a really part, uh, important part of the conversation. Michelle has some really great points to make. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I'm in the Northeast. So the, the winter time for me is a real struggle because I don't get enough of that vitamin D. I don't, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you folks. When, when I first learned about the, the concept of grounding, uh, th- this was something I didn't even know about when I started my, my show. And I started to, you know, and, and when I first heard about it, I was like, really standing outside with your shoes off? Uh, Okay. And I figured to myself, all right, well, 
what do I got to lose? And I went out there and I did it for 10 minutes and and I happened to be doing it on a day where I was just, I was really stressed out. I had a lot of stuff going on and, uh, you know, my, my mind was just, and that's really what it is. It's, it's, it's a combination attack of, you know, we were talking about earlier, you know, like the, uh, the cosmetics, all the different, you know, the silent weapons, that's one major attack vector. But then they also couple that with all of the constant bombarding you with information or really lies and deception to confuse you. Uh, so this was one of those days for me where I was just, you know, kind of at the end of my rope and I went outside and I, I actually did it for the first time. And I, I was blown away. I couldn't even, I couldn't believe it within 10 minutes. I, it was like my, my thinking started to change my, I, I noticed my, my heart rate kind of slowed down. I, I just started to feel more at peace. And it was just this kind of this, this natural wave that came over me. And ever since then I've been, you know, I've just been sold on it. You know, people uh, don't knock it till you try it. I'm telling you, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't done that, uh, it's, it's really amazing. So I'm glad that we uh, touched upon that tonight. So uh, Soaring Dove, uh, we've been talking about a lot of different things. I know uh, a little bit earlier during our conversation, I mean, and you could probably, you know, kind of uh, use this as a springboard, but you were talking about how we're kind of, you know, we're not in the same place that we were uh, a few years ago or even a couple of years ago, that there's been a, a pretty significant shift in the uh, in the energy and the energetic uh, forces of the world. And and um I think that kind of ties into this conversation. So let me just kind of throw that out to you and uh, let you take it wherever you want. Well, it does indeed. Um, it it all has to do with we're all we're all on the train going to a destination. We're all on a journey, and in the process, we are all lifting up. We're we're constantly in motion. It's not like something that is going to happen it is something that is indeed happening as we speak in the now there is no time so what happens now and what you perceive happens in the future is really all at the same time because instead of it being a horizontal view looking down the road you are looking you're you're at the top and everything that has transpired has already happened at the same time so you're in a vertical alignment versus a horizontal alignment which does away with time altogether which makes it a lot easier to comprehend all these things happening at the same time but timing is everything and a while ago, I mentioned that, you know, instead of it being black or white or right or wrong or white hat or black hat, we are in constant motion and swirling upward such that we have become a wad of a combination mix of salt and pepper, black and white. There is no this side or that side. We moved away from duality, which is that horizontal plane that we stand on. And our view, because they told us there was gravity and we're, our, we're like got lead in our feet holding us to this flat surface. Because if we float it up, we might see something they don't want us to see. So what has occurred now through 
God's plan and all of the people and spirits and positive thoughts and high vibrations that were involved in getting us here collectively. Um, we're all a part of this one big movement of moving us from there up from horizontal to vertical. And uh, I think Patricia said something a while ago, we change our reality with our thoughts. And I want everybody to just for a minute, close your eyes and imagine a still pond and you drop a pebble, toss a pebble and you visualize those rings going outward. It's just a big circle full of concentric rings. Well, if you take another pebble and you drop another pebble next to it, next to those rings outside of them, you're going to create more concentric rings. And when those rings, because the energy never stopped, it just keeps on going. Uh, it may change forms, but it won't be destroyed. But when it intersects those other rings, the first set of rings, it creates uh, an interference pattern, which creates a new reality, a new pattern, a new thought form, which creates in physical form, when you put emotional energy into it, you manifest it into reality. And I believe it was Larry speaking about uh, Star Trek and how if we think about these things and concentrate on it, we can manifest it. Well, we have done that already. There was no such thing as a sliding glass patio door before Star Trek. Look at those things they walked around, held held handheld things they talked on. What do we got in our hand right now or mm. in our pocket? We didn't have those before Star Trek. We are manifesting that, and it is ongoing. It always has been. It never stopped, and it never will stop. <clears throat> but if you take that from the horizontal to the vertical and take two words. One is perspective and one is perceptive or perception. And the same letters make up the same words. One has an S in it, but the other one Oh, there might be another letter or two off, but you rearrange those letters and you've got the perspective and perception are basically the same thing. When you change your perspective, you change your perception of your reality. What we have done is we have gone from the third dimensional perception of reality and with new information and new ideas and over since Patriot started uh, speaking to the world and, and allowing us to speak to uh, in that time frame, we have sort of lifted up to the horizontal, I mean, from the horizontal to the vertical. And we're now up there looking at all the different pieces that are white hats, black hats, you know, salt and pepper mixture of where we are. And in, you know, so-and-so used to be a, a, a white hat. Well, now he's a black hat. Well, it depends on when did you see him as a white hat? When did you see him as a black hat? What happened between then and now? 
where did all that take place? Was it down over there or up there or, you know, what, what perspective, what perception is it in reference to or what does it connect to? So there's so many things swirling around and every person, instead of being locked with your feet flat on the ground, walking the straight and narrow, there's a reason they called it the straight and narrow they wanted you to stay on the straight and narrow and nowhere else. But if you take that board that you're walking on and just flip it up, lift it up and throw all the people that are standing on it up in the air, they're all going to be flying free floating at a different elevation, a different altitude, a different angle of looking at the same thing. And they're all going to have a different description of what they're looking at. But it's all the same thing from a different perspective so everybody is right everybody has an opinion from their perspective what they perceive is unique to them but it's not any less valuable than what you perceive when you're on the opposite side and for every action there's an equal but opposite reaction for everything there is a that is a positive, there is a negative. There is um, something, you know, that there's, if there's something in, in concrete creation, everything around it is, is what, what we represent as nothing. Well, the nothing is what defines the something. So it's the value is in the nothing. And we fail to look at that. So it confuses everybody when that starts to show up. It's always been there. We just didn't know how to recognize it. Now our trick is to recognize where we are. That's the hard part. That's what's taken me about 30 years to to live it forward and and reverse engineer it backwards so I can understand it and translate it. But anyway, that's... My two cents worth. <laughs> All, right. worth. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Soaring Dove. Always an, uh, an interesting perspective. And certainly I think, uh, you know, you hear me say the 40,000 foot perspective. And, you know, I, so oftentimes I attribute that to, you know, events that are happening in the world. But really, I think what we're talking about tonight is just, you know, so far beyond just simply the the events that we're seeing play out in this pantomime, this movie. It's, you know, there's a much deeper level to all of this. And I think it's, I just feel so honored. I could elaborate, I think on what Soaring Dove was talking about, but I want to not, uh, you know, monopolize. I want to give people the opportunity, but uh, it's just so amazing to be in the company of people who get it, <laughs> people who understand what this journey is really all about. And it's just so refreshing. I think that uh, hopefully uh, the rest of the audience will agree when they get a chance to see this. So I do want to get Sarah involved here. Uh, certainly, I want to hear from her. I know Larry and Will, uh, you have your your hand up, I, I imagine, and wanted to pipe in on some of the things that Soaring Dove had to say. So if you could do so uh, briefly, and then we'll go to Sarah. So let's go to Larry first. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, just to piggyback on what Soaring Dove has said, um, from my own perspective, my, my life was changed dramatically when um, back in 2014, when I was listening to Cosmic Disclosure and Corey Good was talking about his visitation from Ra, which is a sixth density being. And it turns out that there was a group in Kentucky that had channeled messages from Ra 
and it's encapsulated in in the law of one which is free and it's available it's called law of one um, dot info you can read all of this all the messages that were channeled but to tie into what soaring dove has just said what really touched me is i try to take um a lot of my cues as to how i should manage myself from a um, spiritual perspective from higher density extraterrestrial beings so these beings are sixth density and the beautiful thing about them they are so evolved that in in looking at all of us as a group they have difficulty separating us apart simply because they see the one infinite creator resides in all of us and and as such it's, it's it's such a beautiful thought that we really are one oddly enough where we go one we go all but we really are one at the core we're all part of the one infinite creator and when you view the world that way um, it changes your per, um, perception of, of of the world that's all i had to say brilliant absolutely i agree with you uh, all right. So uh, I think Will uh, is going to uh, save his uh, comments for his uh, for the closing. Uh, so we're going to we're going to go to uh, Sarah. So, Sarah, once again, I, I'm sorry. I, you, you're so patient. Uh, you're always waiting. Uh, but uh, it's worth no. it. So, Sarah, give us uh, give us your take on this conversation tonight. OK, all is perfect. It's so beautiful. I love to just uh, listen and um and feel where everyone's at. The synchronicity tonight is quite beautiful too, just from one person's comment and leading into the next. It's it's very, very, um, very, very beautiful to listen to. So thank you. Um, so, you know, I mean, so much has been said tonight. So maybe I'll circle back a little bit. Um, we were talking a lot about the the controversial interviews and, you know, just another love on you moment there patriot the integrity the decorum um your heart um just just hosting those conversations i mean everyone needs a patriot at their dinner tables let's just say that what a facilitation um and and a real testament to to your spiritual journey and and like you said just just sticking to who you are and to the truth of who you are which is which is really what I'm always about is just coming back to what this, what this war, what this, um, what this game is, is really about. And it's about remembering who we are. Right. And so mm -hmm. watching these, these controversial interviews, um, I'm, I've been having a hard time the last year, to be quite honest, anything regarding any form of news, um, I just can't take it in anymore because when you live in a heart space, you know, and I'm not saying I'm a master and above anybody. I mean, it's, it's a work in progress for all of us every single day. But when you really start to distinguish mind activity versus heart activity, right? The mind has been genetically modified. These, these meat suits uh, I'll joke about, but it's not a joke. I mean, these, 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 forms that have been genetically modified for generations and generations for us to live in a mind space and i don't want us to look at it, the mind as something to be against right the mind is still us but the mind is what can be mm. controlled by the black mirror by by the tvs by by the 5g's by you know 
by the food, by, by the water, right? <clears throat> Only so much that we are living in mind energy and making choices mm. from there because the mind is to believing and thinking where the heart is to knowing, knowing and feeling. And that is the truth of who you are, right? And so these interviews are interesting because it's really all mind energy. And of course, information comes through the mind, right? But you can see the reactions, the emotions. Emotions are not who we are. Emotions are reactionary to your environment. So as people get emotional, and even in the comments, it's really telling us that people are still in mind energy. And I drool a little bit listening to all of us talk about how the alternative media can't even be trusted because that's the gap I've been seeing in the last year is that it doesn't matter the truth of the matrix. You're never, in fact, going to find it there. It's designed so that you won't because we do not belong in the matrix. The truth of who we are cannot be found there. And that's not what this war is about. This war is about, you know, the matrix constantly distracting you. And that's alternative media, too. It's whatever media, whatever information, religion, spirituality, all of that, even that, right, coming outside of you, telling you thou shall, telling you, you know, you're here for a karmic karmic uh, lesson, you're here for soul contracts, you're, right? All of it's information coming outside. Mm. The truth of who you are can only come from within. And it can only come from a place of feeling, a place of knowing. And no one can tell you that, right? And so even waiting for a military to come in, I say this a lot, they can't come in and tell you who you are. <laughs> Disclosure is not going to tell you who you are, what you're made of. And and so, you know, this this this, I guess, controversy with some of these interviews is really just just showing, you know, I think Soaring W even alluded to see these timelines, right? Timelines can only be created from a mind space. Timeline time and space only exists in the mind. We don't. The truth of who we are. I mean, if you really even think about it. When you understand that you are source and you can be existing right now in 20 different forms at one time, you can be experiencing your grandma's life, your mom's life and your life right now, all right now. Right. It makes you take that eagle view. Right. It makes you really come up high and go, what is important? What does it matter? What is it to go within and be who I am outside of time and space, outside of information coming at me? And so I even, you know, I've, I've been trying lately, like, how do you, how do you teach this? How do you articulate this? I'm not even sure that my message is coming across now, but it's. Oh, it's, it definitely is. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. Um, the mind appreciates that validation. Thank you. Um, so, you know, it's, what is it to go within? What, what am I talking about? What is that feeling and knowing to someone who's, you know, still doing fluoride and, you know, it's still just, you guys all know, just, just still absorbed into the matrix. They don't know any better. What, what was the difference between me even being that robot at one point and now? And it was simply a matter of, I mean, always feeling like the black sheep, always having a heart kind of yearning at me to come through. But it's really about doing what I want to do regardless, right? Doing the 10 out of 10s, I want to do, I want to get up and do, 
I get to do. No, I shoulds, no, I have tos, and definitely nothing that is a nine out of 10, eight out of 10, seven out of 10, six out of 10. Those are no's. And we stopped doing those. And that's what, that's what happened. I just started. It didn't matter. It didn't matter that, you know, I had a 16 year beautiful career. It didn't matter. I didn't want to do it anymore. So goodbye. And I'm not saying this is easy, right? Like none of this is easy, but it's, it's really about taking that eagle view. So I don't want to go to Father's Day, let's say. And I love my father, by the way. You don't want to go to Father's Day. It's something you don't want to do. You don't want to sit at that dinner table and, and have these conversations. And I don't want to do it, but I got to do it. Okay, but if you really take that eagle view and you start to look at, I'm having an experience right now in likely 20 different forms in many different lifetimes right? What is not going to Father's Day to all of that? It doesn't matter. This stuff doesn't matter. This is, this, this is, this is the game. And I love, um, I love, I think it was, uh, Ben, I think it was Ben who brought up the, the airplane analogy, just so beautiful. You know, this idea of the pilot and, and they've got, you know, They've got their orders. They've got they they've got to do what they got to do. They don't they don't got time for the passengers, right? So so let's think of it that way. Let's think of our military as as the pilots, and then we're all the passengers. Okay, what what are you gonna do as the passengers? What is it the role of the passengers? Is it really just to sit back, right, and just let the plane fall, and we just sit there and we go down with it? Is is that then even mind natural instinct? No. So. So what are we going to do about that? What what are we going what is our role as the passengers, right? And that's to simply take care of yourself. Right? They even they even actually teach you that, you know, in that whole pre pre-flying jamble is is you take care of yourself and then you take care of the one next to you, right? And so this isn't about even trying to convince everybody. You're not going to convince everybody because who are you even to make that choice for somebody else and to, to, to sell, tell and sell somebody else their own truth, right? That's not freedom. I mean, even free will. You can't will someone's freedom. It's an oxymoron. You can't make those choices for them. This is about saving yourself, coming home to yourself, right? And you know, I I don't want to get too much into my story here, but I, I did give, you know, when I when I was activated, let's say, I think we've all been awake our entire lives. But when I was activated in, in 2020, it's when I, I really gave spirituality a chance. And I eight months, you know, for me, it was getting diagnosed with with cancer. And 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 so I gave it eight months. I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be my own healer, my own doctor. And uh, I did the, all the plant medicines. I did the temescals, the cenotes, did yoga school. I did, you know, studying Ayurveda medicine and acupuncture and ozone therapy and chlorine dioxide. I did them all. And I quickly realized, you know, even even the spirituality community, like this idea of you go somewhere, right? You go somewhere outside of you and then come back. Right. This this is about calling in the light and holding in the light. This is about coming home inside your body. And so, yes, it is somewhat of a war, right, with all this 
this uh, these toxins they're throwing at us every day, but it is about coming home to the body, coming home to calling in the light, calling in the light and holding in the light. It's not about going to some meditative state and leaving the body, right? It's about being in a meditative state because the meditative state is who you are all day, every day, in every situation. So it's not about creating a positive experience. We, you know, even the spirituality, they get really caught up in this um, love and light and positive. And, and if you're not there, well, you know, you got to go deal with your demons. Well, to be quite honest, it's, <laughs> I mean, the real work, the real work isn't necessarily fun, isn't necessarily always positivity. And to be always in this, We've got to put a positive light on all of it. You're really doing exactly what the matrix has been doing. You're avoiding and you're distracting from what you need to deal with. We are carrying generations and generations of trauma in our body, right? That are, that are subconscious doesn't even realize, let alone our consciousness. So, so it is about facing that, but it's, and I'm not saying to not create positive experiences. I mean, we're all here doing just that tonight. It's so beautiful. But I think it's about remembering that when you come home to who you are, which is simply love, right? It really is simply love and light. That's what you're made of. You don't have to create that. You just have to remember that that's who you are. And then you go out. Then you participate. Then you create the life you want, right? It's from a place of peace. It's from a place of who you are. But the creation... I mean, and and this is the thing, right? Like when we create from uh, a place of reaction, so when people go to comment on a video and you're reacting to a video, you're 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 creating and you're reacting from an emotional state, which is a mind state, right? And so this is the matrix. It's always coming at you with all this information, so you're constantly in a reacting reacting reaction state, right? where I think it was was Pat was talking about when you get up in the morning, nothing's coming at you yet, right? And so she asked, she asked for the message, right? That is how we need to go into the day. And I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying I have the answers on how to exit the matrix. I'm still one foot in, one foot out like everyone else. But it really is about coming at it from who you are and not reacting to your environment, coming at it from a place of knowing and feeling and not a place of believing and thinking. And so um, I've been having these conversations lately and I'm going to wrap up, wrap up in a minute. Sorry if I'm going on here. Um, Are you good? You're good. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been having these deep conversations lately with the very few people around me who, who can have these, I can have these with, and it's, it's been about this choice versus victim right so i still got a lot of people around me waiting for disclosure and i i think this panel knows my take on disclosure i'm i'm i will gladly um get up and and do my part if if it so happens but it's not something i've actually been waiting for or wanting because i i just i don't see how again you can teach someone and tell someone to go within and to remember who they are. It's really something that has to come from within. And so I've been having this conversation about victimhood versus choices, right? So, well, how can they choose to wake up 
if not told this, this, and that, not told the truth of this, this, and that, but someone, I think it might've been Soaring Dove, even to be told what is 80% likely the truth is still a perspective, is still a perspective outside of you that is not you. And so that doesn't matter. The weight of truth in that scenario does not matter. The only truth is the feeling you get, the feeling you have, the knowing you have, the, the gut talking to you, the heart space talking to you. That is all that matters. That is the only truth that matters. It doesn't matter that the elections were stolen. It doesn't matter that Joe Biden is not Joe Biden, that the moon's not the moon, that there's adrenochrome in the ketchup bottles in every North American kitchen. Okay, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you are creating light in you. You are calling in the light. You're holding in the light and participating from that space and remembering who you are. And so I don't want to dismiss the work. Um, I think it was Michelle uh, that was bringing up the practices tonight, which is beautiful. Um, I agree. We need to talk more about those. And, um, you know, we we're talking about, you know, the toxins that are being thrown at us. We do need to talk more about those and get those messages out because it does, you know, start in a physical sense, um, clearing up the toothpaste, clearing out the water, clearing out your air, the EMF blockers, the the infrared, the grounding, right? The meditation even. I, I used to meditate three hours a day, but you get to this point where you can't stop what's coming. Nothing can stop what's coming. That you call in, just you feel the light. I mean, now the light, light literally presses up against me. I, I can't even, I don't even have to call it in anymore. It's just constantly pressing up against me. And you get, you get to that point where you don't need to necessarily even call it in anymore. It's really just about um, the choices. And so, yes, yes, this world is manipulated. Yes, you know, our environment has been done on to us. But we still made the choices and we have to own those. And I'm not hearing enough in the truth community about owning those that, yes, we were deceived, but we still made the choices. And I want to really, really, like, make a point of that, because until you understand that, until you really take ownership of I chose to get a job, yes, the matrix is designed so that I have to have a job, but I still made the choice to get a job and to play the game. Until you understand that, you won't understand how powerful you are in being your creator, in understanding that this world has done a lot unto us, but it couldn't have done it without us giving the freedom and choice for it to be able to do so. And when you finally realize how powerful you are in that, in that you actually create your reality. Nothing, nothing can be done onto you without your free choosing, without your permission. Then you cannot realize how powerful you are to change it by simply doing the same exercise. The same exercise from the heart, from the truth of who you are. And so, you know, some practices... Um, that we've been speaking about and, and some of these 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 approaches we can take to um, 
to eliminate the toxins, they, they are important. They are important to make space because this body is actually, I mean, think about it from the first ultrasound to the shots that were put in your body and the lights that were shined on your face to the, you know, to, to, from, from birth and onwards, it's just the amount of um, environmental factors and the amount that's already in you at birth from your ancestors that hasn't been dealt with. I mean, these are forms that can only ever hold really 5% of our abilities at any one time I've, I've heard. I, I don't know for certain. And so we are, you know, up against that, but it doesn't matter because 5%, 5% is still so much more powerful than anything. I won't even give it a name, but anything that is not authentically sourced on this planet cannot survive. If all of us were even just to call in, and be able to clear enough space to call in 5% of our abilities, right? I mean, they, would, they wouldn't even just melt away. We wouldn't have to do trials. We wouldn't have to even deal with them. They wouldn't exist. They can't exist without our permission for them to exist. We are the creators. We created them. And so I just want to leave it there that it's just really nice to hear um, us all coming to this kind of realization that the truth isn't outside of us. We are going to get tired of the matrix. We are going to get tired of, of alternative media of, of all of this. We're, we're just, we're going to get tired of it. And honestly, I'm getting to this point where I just want to play. I just want to be a big kid. Like, can we all just, can we just get up and just play because that's who we are and who wants to go to the playground with me and be a big kid because this is just all nonsense and distraction. And I, I don't want to um, sound um, insensitive to, you know, the people who are suffering in this war. Um, and I mean, God, Patriot, thank you for sharing your heart about the children, because I, I have grieved in, in so many ways on those, um, on all those situations, but it's, again, we could do more for those children by getting up every day and being a big kid and being a big kid together. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that resonates. All right. Thank you, Sarah. That was beautiful. Thank you. I really do appreciate hearing from you and what a beautiful perspective. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, I like to keep it if we can under two hours. And I think we're, we're getting pretty close, but I also want to make sure that we give everybody an opportunity to share some final thoughts, as is my custom. So I'm going to do that now. I'm going to start. Uh, let's go back to Michelle. Uh, why don't you uh, give us some uh, some thoughts? Maybe you know, try to try to keep uh, everybody kind of keep your comments relatively brief, and we can wrap this up in in anticipation of the next one. Go ahead, Michelle. Well, I just want to say you guys were all great, um, all great tonight, Sarah. Um, what you just said is beautiful. And, you know, um, we're all becoming aware and bringing this energy together. And um, it, I just think it's great. And it's nice that we all are here and uh, sharing in this beautiful time, like now, you know, where we go one, we go all. And uh, that's what I got to say. Thank you all for um, being here tonight, and it was great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. I really do appreciate your contributions tonight. It's really been wonderful to get to to get to know you a little bit. Let's go over to Larry. We'll start with uh, some of our new faces and give us some 
some final thoughts and then we'll circle back to our veterans and hopefully our our new people will come back and be veterans themselves at some point. So Larry, okay. go Okay, Patrick, if I may, um, could I read a, a closing prayer? It'll take about a minute. And I have to explain first just what it is. This is a Lord's Prayer, but it's translated directly from Aramaic to English. I first heard about it um, at a meeting in uh, Fort, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Sean David Morton point, put this out. So here we go. This is, as Jesus spoke it in Aramaic, translated directly to English. O cosmic birther, source of the breath of life, who fills all realms of sound, light, and vibration, may your light be experienced in my utmost holiest. Your heavenly domain approaches, and let your will come true in the vibration of the universe just as in the material density of the earth. Give us wisdom for our daily needs as we detach the fetters of, quote, faults that bind us, and as we let go of the, quote, guilt of others. Let us not be lost in superficial materialism, but let us be freed from that which keeps us from our true purpose. From you comes the all-working will, the strength to act, the song that beautifies all and renews itself from age to age. Amen. Thank you for my uh, being able to participate tonight. It was wonderful to have you, Larry. That was beautiful. And I really hope that you come back and join us again. I, I'd really like to, uh, to talk about some of these uh, exopolitical issues. I've kind of strayed away from that in a lot of my analysis and recent episodes. It's been a while. We've been, uh, so bombarded, like Sarah was saying, with this constant information, and she. That's why. I, that's why I thought I should stick my head in and <laughs> talk about this. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. I mean, yes. it's 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 helpful for me too because sometimes these conversations. Well, I shouldn't say sometimes. Every time these conversations always have the effect of, um, you know, maybe not immediately, but over you know a period of a couple of days after I reflect on them, they, they always have the effect of kind of, uh, you know, refocusing me a little bit and uh you know and recalibrating me and I, I really do appreciate you know you guys have the ability to do that and it's it's just so refreshing it really is so we'll get you back on larry hopefully uh you'll come back and join us again it's been wonderful to have you on thank you uh, absolutely thank you sir uh so let's go over to uh how about dookie come on let's go with uh dookie and then uh how about uh melanie we'll go with melanie after that um i so enjoyed listening to everyone what they had to talk about and their feedback. It's, it's just great. Um, something that, you know, you guys were talking about the um, fluoride and all the chemicals and, and everything that we're bombarded with, right, to more or less stop us and keep us uh, in the dark, so to speak. But I truly believe that we are children of the creator. And actually, we are we are the creators ourselves, right? And uh, I truly believe that whether we eat everything we're supposed to, and, and I agree with you, um, Patriot, like when you eat, you know, bad foods, you feel it immediately. I, I know I do, you know, the chemicals or whatever, I, I feel it immediately. But I truly believe that we are here right now in this time and space 
that we, we all know we have a mission, right? I, I believe that God has given us everything that we need to survive and to create and to conquer and to win. I truly believe that. 100%. And um, the way I may meditate or the way, you know, someone else meditates or it's all different, but it's all good because we're all, we're all, we're all good. We're, we're all from source and we're all perfect. And, and I love hearing other people's ideas and, and their practices their methods, but you know, whatever feels right for you, that's coming. That's divine. That is coming from spirit. That is coming from God. So, you know, we can't say that her method is wrong and this one is right. No, no, no. It's all good. And and God's with us. And we just have to ask him. He, he loves to hear from us. <laughs> he loves to hear from us. Um, that's his, I, I think, you know, like any parent, you want to hear from your child. And uh, we can... That light, Sarah was talking about the light and hold it in, but we can also release that light and share that light with others and surround them with that light, especially the people that give us all the trouble. (laughs) The people that put up the fences, you know, Mm. they don't even know they're doing it. Okay, that's all I have to say. (laughs) Very true. You mentioned, uh, you know, putting up the fences. And, you know, of course, I I had the interview with uh, Dave XRP Lion. Yeah. That was the uh, the the uh, the note that we ended that conversation on, and, and yeah. what a great way to put it, you know. I, I and I commented on that, you know. Sometimes the the simplistic way of explaining things is just it it, it says it all. Yeah, uh, it's the most effective. When I heard him say that, you know, that's really what it all comes down to at the end of the day. Yeah, it's our job to not pick up a fence, and yeah. uh, and that's really been kind of the spirit of this conversation tonight. So yeah, yeah, beautiful. All right, Melanie, yeah. go ahead. Oh, do okay, there. I just gonna add. I wasn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, but. oh that's fine. I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right, Melanie, go ahead. I just wanted to share a little story of our life. Just a little one. Um, we've built from the ground up, um, and we went and got our own financing and stuff like that for five houses in our community, good size houses, and um, each one of them had some tough things. Either usually the property was you know cuz we we'd buy the property for as you know little as we could you know to so that we could put more money into the house so but this one particular house that we went to or this property that that we we got um they um they do test holes for like septic especially well stuff like that but mostly for septic system and they dug them all in the wrong spot whoever was there looking at it prior to and they um they did not find a good spot so they thought it was a bad piece of property so we got it for a real good price actually the neighbors because it was in a it was in a kind of a neighborhood subdivision thing uh in the country but and this was just one acre of land and they didn't find the right spot. Well, we found the right spot. So we were able to build a house on it. Well, the neighbors weren't real happy about that because they actually wanted to use that property to build like a playground for kids and stuff. But we bought it for to build a house on. So 
the reason I bring this up is because, you know, people looked at that as nothing, like it was just a junk, you know, really. And my husband and I went in and we found out it's actually a nice piece of property. And uh, so we're making our, just to say that, and I wrote something down because I kind of have a hard time. I kind of write things down sometimes before I come on because that's just kind of the way I I I do. I'm I I'm not like extremely articulate at times and unless if I'm one on one with people, you know, I'm not like good like Sarah and some of the others on here are that just can uh so but the reason I bring that up is because we're all making our own way, whether anybody else sees it or likes it or not. You know, we had a vision, you know, for that property and we just carried it out and we were able to, you know, build a beautiful house. Okay. And so adding on to that, I'd just like to say what I kind of wrote down. Um, you know, things swing back around karma or whatever you want to call it, good and bad, so that we can learn lessons. Um, we can learn lessons, but those then and we have to face things head on. No matter what, we need to, hit, you know, hit things head on, face everything and just keep going, keep striving, no matter how, you know, how slow it may seem at times. We just keep going, moving ahead, moving forward in this movement, because what else are we going to do, right? We we got to keep moving forward, even if it, um, you know, like Patriot said, we go outside and stand on the earth. You know, I've done that, too, and that's, you know, that's helped me a lot. So um, I, I know that that is true. Um, we But we need to listen to good reason. Um, a multitude of counselors is wise. I believe that. But in the end, it's our own choices, what we do and who we are, too. Um, and going into new territory, which, you know, we were all excited about this, this movement, you know, finding out about the white hats and all that. We were so excited. But we're going into new territory again. And it's very scary, I think, for all of the patriot community, actually, because we're in territory that we need to go out and check the land. We need to go out and check, you know, feel it out, you know, um, because we don't know what to expect. Um, we don't know what, the, you know, this all looks scary and weird, okay? Um, we're all feeling in our, we're feeling our way through Um yeah, I said all that. <laughs> Sorry. And oh, apologies, doing, you're doing great. <laughs> what we're doing is we're making the path. We are not following a path anymore. Humanity is not following a path anymore. The people that are waking up, you know what I mean? We're not following that path anymore. That path is worn out and the wrong way sign is on it. So we know it's no good. <laughs> And this is uh, this is what true free thinkers and free liver, you know, living free is all about. Um, we make our own path 
but we do it as humanity together at the same time. We all will come together, I believe. Who was it that said that we, you know, still believe in humanity? You know, um, it really is natural, this new territory we're going into, but we don't know what natural feels like. We're learning because we've been so MK, you know, MK'd, which MK'd, ED, we've been, ED men, means educated to me, like MK'd, educated, we've been MK'd, educated, and so we don't even know what what actual normal, I guess a word, whatever, feels like. It doesn't feel natural or no, or normal, but like you said, Patriot, we've sensed this our whole lives, and like Sarah said, um, we come at these things of who we from who we are now, and I would like to add to that, and then we grow on from there, and we live our truth. Each one of us has our truth that we live, and it, which was so so well spoken by everyone tonight in my my belief everybody spoke so well about this tonight and to remember that the all-knowing never ends and that's all i have so just wanted to all right that. that was awesome thank you melanie that was beautiful i really do appreciate that um let's go over to soaring dub why don't you leave us with some some final thoughts tonight and then uh, i think we'll go uh we'll go to sarah after uh soaring dove and then uh we'll have uh, ben and will round it out for us well, first Patricia, I want to say oh, I forgot about Patricia. My goodness. Okay. All right. First I want first I want to say thank you to everybody that is here and showed up and and participated and and your energy if everybody spoke I don't know, but even if you didn't if if we missed anybody um you're still felt, you're still participating. And even those in the audience that are not uh, that we're not hearing, uh, their thoughts and their energies are all connected as well, which makes a bigger ball of beautiful energy that that we are creating. And it's just a, a beautiful experience to be able not only to do that, but to stand back and look at us doing it, to be separate from the inside of it and be able to move around on the outside of it and watch the creation. And I'm not saying go outside of yourself. I'm saying be aware and present with the alternate perspective from the inside of the whole to the outside. Because what we are limited to and what we've always known is only on the inside. We are now getting a chance to go outside the bubble that we never knew there was a, an outside. We thought we were told that was all there was. And so now it's like if we've been living in a bubble and now all of a sudden our bubble's going to pop, then where are we going to be? We're in uncharted territory, mm -hmm. place we've never been before that we we have been, but we don't remember but we're going to get our memory back and it's all going to feel familiar. We're not learning anything new. We already know 
where we're headed. We just don't remember how to get there or where we're going or who we are. But as soon as that bubble pops, it's all coming back and it's going to be glorious. And I just want to say thank you to all of you audience, you know, at home too. Everybody is, is involved and we are making earth great again. It's, it's just beautiful to see what I've watched over gauging over, you know, months and years, the, the difference from, you know, different periods along that timeline, the incredible amount of progress that, that we all are making together is absolutely glorious. Patriot, I want to thank you so much. And your whoever was a while ago, a couple of people mentioned the word humility. What you have that others do not come close to is you're so authentic. And authenticity and truth are to me the same thing. And they're basically truth and authenticity. Neither of those two conditions um, carry a charge, an electrical charge, until we as humans put a, 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 a charge on them. And we choose whether it's positive or negative. And the beautiful thing about Patriot Underground is that the core stays right at neutral, at zero, where it's supposed to be. And when you add energy, it's always positive. So you have the choice and you use that choice, that free will, in such a beautiful way, such that it's always a a win-win because you only add positive. You add positive people. And when there's a controversy, it's not a negative. and, And I think people need to understand what we've been seeing in this whole movement as controversy is not necessarily so. It's growth. It's change. It's different levels. It's different timing for this piece or that piece or this person or that person. We're exploding and we're all going at different speeds and everybody should be acknowledged as an equal because they are. They're just in a different place, but they're just as beautiful and just as unique and and just as valuable as anybody else. So all of the different opinions, all um, unless they are intentionally um, designed to create chaos and negativity, which there are some of those, ignore those. But anything else, if it just happens to be a difference of opinion, so be it. Bring it on. Put some light on it and let's see what's really underneath and behind it and what they're not saying. But it's all beautiful. It's all part of the process and it's all going nowhere but up and it's going to be glorious for everybody that comes out on the other side and anybody that doesn't come out on on the side we're on. It's okay because we didn't need them to be there anyway. And God's going to take care of them and we don't have to worry about it. So we just it's all done. It's all, you know, nothing but love is all there is left. And anyway, I'll just, I'll, I'll shut it for there. And Patriot, let's do this again. Do it more often. Do it something that t- takes too long to get back I around know, to another round table. 
I know it's, it's hard. Gotta it's, happen. It's gotta it happen. really is. It really is hard to do it as often as I want to, but you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, every time we have these conversations, I'm always like, you know what? I really should be focusing more on these conversations at a bit. You know, I'm like everybody else. I get, you know, wrapped up in my busy routine and trying to stay on top of all the, like, you know, Sarah said, you know, I think she, she made a really great point about, you know, mind energy versus heart energy. And, uh, how, Absolutely. you know, we're all struggling with that and I'm, I'm struggling with it right alongside. I mean, I, you know, my journey is, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, same as everybody else's. And I, and I love what you said, Soaring Dub, about, you know, everybody the, has bumps along the way and it's not a smooth process and nobody's ever done it before. So nobody can teach us how, and it, it's just, we're all in it together, bumping along. We're like a, you know, a couple of pinballs in a pinball machine will will eventually get there. We'll make a make a few points along the way, but it's it's a it's a it's a beautiful ride, and we're almost at the end of it. And I just can't wait to see what happens next. So, you guys, God bless you all. Thank you for being here, and let's do it again. Love right. you guys. All right, we love you too, Soaring Dove. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you, everybody, for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. Um, and I just hope folks know. I mean, I, a lot of the time I just sit here and I'm I'm trying to like you know not get emotional. You guys know I'm a very emotional person. When I hear this type of feedback from the audience, it, um, uh, well, it it just it overwhelms me um, with gratitude, really. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking because I I will get emotional. Uh, Sarah, go ahead. Let's let's go to Sarah and then we'll go to uh, uh we'll go to Pat and then uh, we'll have uh, Ben and Will round it out for us. Amazing. So just thank you again, Patriot, for for all you do. It's just um it's just really beautiful beautiful experience. Just to even just sit here and listen without speaking. Like it's just, uh, I think Sora and Dev was just talking about just the frequency and it's a, uh, it's a real ripple effect. So beautiful, beautiful. Um, some last comments, uh, you know, lately I've been challenged with, um, with my take on, on some of this, you know, leaving, leaving the alternative news, leaving the matrix behind, um, a lot of us, I think, feel guilty sometimes. And and I know it, I did in the beginning, like you can't do enough, right? Like, how do we help our military? How do we, how do we participate? How do we roll up our sleeves? And um, I think it's, it's having, you know, and this is just, again, my perspective, my truth is that the military and whoever is fighting the physical aspect of this war, because I won't deny that that exists, it's not the most important from my perspective but whoever is fighting that is fighting that so we don't have to live there so we don't recreate it because we are so powerful whatever information we're taking in it's very we're very sensitive to recreating these timelines and so we've recreated these wars time and time again we've recreated the same ascension cycle time and time again and so they're fighting that war so that we can be somewhat of a passenger right so that we can do the work so that we can do the more powerful work right we're more powerful remembering who we are not learning who we are remembering who we are coming home to who we are is more powerful in winning this war than any any physical aspect so i offer that perspective um 
And just to kind of close out on, on some of the practices, um, you know, it, it is a journey. It's a personal journey for everyone to find their practice, what it is to live from their heart, what it is to know that you're, you're making decisions from a place of knowing and feeling over, you know, thinking, mind, believing. Um, and it really is just about what feels good. So if it feels good to meditate, you know, I had to meditate three hours a day for, for eight months to come to my realization that I was likely getting more abducted than I was <laughs> opening my heart, you know? Um, but I could say that it still contributed to decalcifying my, my third eye and activating my intuition. So it really is a personal journey. There's no, there's no teacher out there. It's really something for you to discover. And, and I invite you to really enjoy it really enjoy discovering all these different modalities. But I guess always having the perspective that nothing outside of you is more powerful than you. It is still information. So for me, you know, astrology, I mean, human design, like these are all fun modalities, but I come at them from who I am first. They're just fun. That's just play. But the work is really coming home to who I am. And what I've now just... um the only thing I do now is just a matter of doing what I want to do, not doing what I don't want to do. Um, and I speak to my spirit. So I don't pray. I really, I command my spirit. So, you know, I command my spirit to remove all that is not authentically sourced from me now. And I snap my fingers. Um, I do commands like that. And maybe it's I'm Aquarius and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all about words and air. Maybe maybe that's my thing. But um, if that was one practice I could just leave us with today is just really commanding your spirit. I command my spirit to give me all of me now. Five, four, three, two, one. Now I command spirit to remove any interference with communications. Now I command spirit to heal, balance and love me forever. Now, um, you know, you can charge your water with it, too. I charge my water. I do that a lot water is so powerful um but for me it really is just speaking and so i'll just leave us with that today and just to thank everybody for holding space um who's on the panel tonight and the audience who will eventually hear this just thank you thank you for so much love let's continue creating this ripple effect once again beautifully said all right, Pat, let's go over to you. Give us some final thoughts. And then I think we'll go to Ben next and we'll have Will round it out for us. Okay, I wanted to share with everyone I, that I attended an event last night. I listened to a, um, a talk um, given by a man who is a true humanitarian. He has dedicated his life to bringing aid to people who have been subjected to brutality. And it was such an emotionally moving event. I was so glad I went. And so this morning, <laughs> the message that I received, which of course I want to share with everyone, because that's what I do, is we're all created equal. Um, and that it's important to recognize that no one person, no one group, is better, special, chosen than anybody else. And and this this belief that, that has been ingrained in us is the foundation of our division. And the only way that we are going to get beyond this 
and move to peace is to is to eliminate that thinking and to and to recognize that we are all equal and and that's what i like everyone to do to carry forward with that message um, as a way to achieve peace on this planet. Beautiful. I couldn't agree more. And you're absolutely right. It is the foundation of our division. And I think this conversation and conversations like it are going to be the foundation of how humanity extricates ourselves from this division. And uh, once again, I'm just... Uh, I'm just blown away by all of you. You, you have such incredible insights. Um, wow. Amazing. Um, I asked, you know, I, I said a little prayer before we started tonight. You know, I asked that, uh, you know, the Lord lead guide and direct me in this conversation and, you know, to try to keep it, to try to keep it positive and, you know, and, and to ultimately just to invite the Lord in. And uh, that's exactly what happened tonight. And I'm I'm really feeling this. Uh, I hope all of you are feeling it at, at the deep level that I am. This has been uh, this has been a, a very memorable for me. Every every one of our conversations are memorable, but this one I think uh, is going to stand out for me in a lot of ways because of the, you know, I, I think it was Soaring Dove who mentioned, you know, uh, it's a phrase we've heard a lot. Timing is everything, and the timing of this conversation uh, I think couldn't be any better. So uh, I'll leave it at that, and uh, let's let's go over to Ben. Absolutely, Patriot. I couldn't agree with you more. And the the ripple effect that a podcast like this can can create, you know, is is a, a positive thing in in our community as well. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, yeah, thank you so much again for having us, uh, giving us a chance to to use our voice and uh, you know on your platform because your platform's like in my in my eyes the best podcast out there easily and um well thank you for showing up man because honestly this podcast and i've said it recently but you know this podcast is um it's audience driven you know i mean you know the, all of the uh the praise that i may get the, the bottom line is is that you know you guys are here you guys show up and uh there would be you know this is a group effort so i just want to i just want to make sure that you know you understand just and everybody understands that I'm just as I'm equally grateful that all of you are here. Absolutely. And like you said, you know, our allegiance is to the truth and that that's all that matters when it, when it comes down to it. And when you look at everything unfolding through the lens of the art of war, things start to make a little bit more sense. We've been undergoing the highest level of psychological warfare to be implemented on humans and ever. And it's OK to not know exactly what's going on. Q did teach us to think logically, and he also, or they also taught us that the ending is not for everyone. So let's just be grateful that we have the eyes to see the greatest war ever unfold. And if my research and faith has led me to anything, it's that glorious times are ahead. So just hold the line. Thank you, guys. Absolutely, brother. Can't wait to have you back again. All right, Will, take it home for us. All right, first, a uh, response to Soaring Dove. Um, it's been my experience, piggybacking on what you said, is that when I have something to pray about, a circumstance I pray about, um, rarely does the circumstance change. The, but God changes my perspective, which in reality is going to change what I believe of it, which changes the circumstance because what I believe of it changes. I want to add that to what you said. And Melanie, uh, to add what Melanie was saying, uh, supernatural 
in our English Bible, what it actually means is ultra natural. It is what was intended for us, the supernatural. And then in closing, um, there was a scripture that maybe reminded me of, of helped us understand where we are and who we are. Matthew 13, 17 says, For assuredly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. There's three times the word see and hear is used. And it's speaking of quantum realities here when you understand the original language. What God intended for us to understand here is that the prophets and the righteous of biblical history wanted to know spiritual reality like, like the disciples were living. But they never did. This is because the disciples of Jesus' time received the Holy Spirit within them, which gave them this ability. The prophets and righteous of biblical history didn't live that reality. This very ability that the disciples had is the same ability we all have now to this day. It is not our experience because we don't believe it. We don't believe it to be true because of the deceptions of religions. And this is one of the abilities that the end time prophecies foretold of would be revealed. And it's happening right now before us. It is here now, available to everyone. If only we throw out the multiple masters that the world's evil entities, including man's religions, which divide, have deceived us into believing. And I just want to encourage all to live from the light of our supernatural, light-giving spiritual reality. Because the thousand years is coming. Thank you, Patriot. Thank you, Will. Thank you, everybody. This has been such an amazing, amazing roundtable. Um, it's unfortunate we didn't get to do it live because I think the energy would have been even better. But I, I, ha I happen to believe that uh, the audience is going to really, really enjoy this conversation and resonate at a deep level. And I just want to thank uh, everybody out, everybody who, who showed up, like I was saying to Ben just a moment ago, but really speaking to everyone on the panel and, and really everybody out there in the audience. You guys are Patriot Underground. You know, this movement was digital family. It's a concept that I take very seriously. And, um, you know, of all the things that I've experienced on my journey, there's nothing that's more precious to me than this, than what we're doing right now. And uh, brings me back right back to my core, right back to where I started. You know, I've been pulled in lots of different directions. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, the, the controversies and recent uh, interviews have been brought up tonight and uh, I've spoken about them. But ultimately, um, you know, this is this is the core. This is really what it's all about. This is the real conversation. Um, and, uh, you know, we're spearheading that. And all of you, I just I hope you all recognize the amazing contributions that you've made. Uh, how honored I am to stand with each and every one of you. And I know I may be a little bit biased, but I, I really think that there's something truly special about uh, the audience members in this community that, you know, that uh, the Lord has enabled me to build alongside all of you. So thank you, one and all. Thank you, everybody out there who's going to listen to this. Um, probably uh, many, many thousands of people. And uh, it's going to be, uh, I think, one, one that's going to be quite memorable, at least I hope for the audience. Uh, that's been my experience. So thank you, everybody, once again. 
I will be back soon with another uh, report. I'm not sure exactly when that's going to be. I've got some upcoming uh, interviews that I've got to hash out in my schedule, but I'll be back real soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.